At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Brand Mary Podcast. I am so excited because today we're talking about time management, but not just any time management. We're going to talk about some of my favorite time management hacks or techniques as it applies to your marketing. Look, we're all entrepreneurs here and marketing takes up a lot of our time. I often say that there are two kind of fundamental elements to building a business. One of them is branding or the foundations of your business and the other is marketing. Once your brand is established, it's one of those things that you can go back and you can revisit from time to time. Marketing, on the other hand, is something that repeats and just continues to transform and evolve and happen every single day. And marketing for us at Brand Mary involves selling as well. So, of course, this is a fundamental part of your business. But how can you ultimately save time when it comes to marketing? That's what I want to support you with today. Now, truth be told, I have a lot of content on optimizing your marketing strategy. That's not really what this episode is about. This is about those tiny little hacks, but we're going to touch on some of those strategies. And if you want to dive further, you can, of course, tune into other episodes on the Brand Mary podcast or check out materials on the Brand Mary blog or on our YouTube channel. So let's get into the very first tip that I have for you, and that is all about your systems and your processes. Look, your systems will enable you to show up in your business. If you do not have a strong system or workflows, then it makes it really hard to be consistent. And consistent doesn't necessarily mean constant. Like, let's be clear on that. I'm pretty sure I heard that in a recent Nike running app. So shout out to Nike for that. But Consistent doesn't mean constant. So I'm not saying that this is something that you do every single day in your business, that you have to show up on social media every single day, but whatever that structure looks like for you, you want to be consistent with that process. So if you determine that you are going to blog once a week, then you need to blog once a week. If you decide you're going to release a podcast once a week or a video, then being consistent with that is important. Now, the way that you're gonna support yourself in doing that isn't just declaring that this is what you're doing, it's making sure that you have a system that backs that up. So how do you come up with your blog content ideas? How often are you posting them? When are you posting them? Are you scheduling them? What is the workflow for actually coming up with the content for the blog post? When will you be writing it? When will you design your graphics and put it on your website? All of these pieces should be organized inside of a workflow. Now you can get super crazy fancy with it. You can do that with pretty much any of your standard operating procedures, but we like to keep it really simple here. Just a checklist is totally fine. So think about listing out all of the different activities that are needed in order to get your content out into the world. And then you have that checklist to kind of default back to every every single week. It makes it a really rinse and repeat system because you don't realize how much time and energy really goes into just like 
taking action on the steps, you know, like, okay, well I did this. Now I need to do this, but what comes next? And then making sure you don't fit, finish or, you know, forget anything. Having all of that laid out for you can be incredibly powerful. And then bonus points. If you can add that workflow to a task management software, we love ClickUp at Brand Mary. I do not know how I could go my day to day without ClickUp, honestly. But um, whatever you choose is totally cool. There's Asana, Trello, Monday.com, a lot of different options. Again, I'm a big fan of ClickUp. So we just have that workflow in ClickUp. And anytime we have a new content, uh, you know, topic that I'm going to ultimately schedule, I just apply that workflow and then bam, I don't have to think about it. And it just helps so much. I mean, I literally did it this morning. I applied the template and it just makes life a lot easier. So please remember that like your wishful thinking is amazing that you want to show up and blog once a week. But if you don't have the system to back it up, it's going to actually take a lot more time than you intend it to take. So one of the things that I noticed is when I started implementing these workflows, not just in my marketing, but also in anytime I'm creating a new funnel or we're creating a new masterclass or even our launch strategy is a full workflow. It saves us so much time in the preliminary stages of preparing for that event. So the more that you can harness these workflows, these rinse and repeat systems, the more time you will ultimately save in your business. Stop recreating the wheel every freaking time. All right. Okay. The second thing I want to talk about kind of piggybacks off of the workflow, and that's really focusing on extending the life of your content. Now, obviously marketing as a whole isn't just about content creation, but I always say that like at the center of a great marketing strategy is a strong content strategy because so much of marketing is getting your brand in front of new people and nurturing that relationship and ultimately asking for the sale. And a great way to do that is through content creation creation. So one of the things that I always recommend my clients do when they're looking at optimizing their strategy and saving time is repurposing their content. Now you've probably, if you have been a listener of Brand Mary for like 30 days, you have probably heard me talk about repurposing. If you've been here longer, you better be repurposing. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but essentially repurposing is going to save you the most time when it comes to building your business. And here's the thing. I've been repurposing my content since 2016 because out of a need of a necessity, right? I was building this business while I was working a nine to five and I had a new baby and it was him and I home, you know, all the time. And my, my schedule was a little limited. And so I was looking for ways to optimize my content, to extend the life of it. If I made a post on Facebook, could I also use that post on Instagram? And could I then use that post to create, you know, an email to my email list? Or if I wrote a blog, how could I turn that blog into a video and then turn that video and send it via an email, right? Like I was always looking for these opportunities because my time was ultimately limited. Back then, nobody was really talking about repurposing in the way that they are now. So it, chances are you've heard about repurposing if you are in marketing because of the demand of online marketers today. It is much higher than it used to be. And that's because there are so many different platforms and showing up consistently is like, you know, suggested. I'm not even going to say that I suggested, but it's suggested by a lot of people. And so when you think about social media primarily, you almost have to repurpose content if you're going to survive, right? Because you have to be posting all of the time. But repurposing isn't just about taking a video and splicing it up. 
although that is a piece of the puzzle. Repurposing is like what I'm doing right now. It's about thinking of a topic, a piece of content, and how can I distribute it to multiple platforms, and specifically platforms that are going to keep performing for me for years to come. So an example of what's happening right now is my podcast, The Primary Podcast, has been happening for two years now. And for two years, I've been creating audio content. Now that audio content also gets added to my blog where we embed the audio and we provide show notes because then that helps me show up on Google. Many of my podcasts now rank on Google for specific SEO keywords. But then of course, I have the podcast for my audio listeners who might discover me through a platform. Then we're also sending this podcast to my email subscribers so that they know a new episode is out to encourage them to tune into the podcast. And now we've added the component of video because I've been wanting to do more video, but again, the idea of doing a separate video it just didn't really excite me. So we looked at a way to take the podcast content, turn it to a video, welcome back to YouTube. So that is an example. Now, of course, we can take it further. We can splice up this video, which we will do, and put it out on social media, YouTube shorts, Pinterest idea pens. That's repurposing, my friend. It's about working smarter, not harder. You're already taking the time and energy to create a piece of content. And if you're doing it correctly, it's high value content, which means there's more opportunity to actually kind of cherry pick it apart, distribute it on multiple platforms, or look at layering your content like this, blog, podcast, YouTube video from one single recording. So when you can repurpose, you're not only saving yourself a lot of time, but you're also extending the life of your content, which means that your content will continuously perform for you for months and years to come. So if you're not already doing this, please think of your current content strategy and just choose one other platform that you can distribute that content out on. If you're already showing up on Instagram and you're creating videos on Instagram, can you put those videos on TikTok? or YouTube Shorts, or Pinterest idea pins. If you're already creating YouTube videos, can you splice those videos up and create content for social media? If you're already creating a YouTube video, can you take the audio and turn it into a podcast? Can you transcribe the video and turn it into a blog? Start thinking about ways to support you because you're already taking the time and energy to create it. Let's make sure more people see it. OMG, I finally made a physical planner. Truth be told, I created this planner years ago, but we have finally brought it all together and created this physical planner for you to help you in your business. When I first started my business, I was working a nine to five, had a new baby, and I was juggling all of the things while trying to get my business off the ground and running. And even as I continued to grow my business for a few years, it was as a solopreneur. And so I really had to have a clear plan of action and a roadmap for what I was focused on every single day so that I didn't have to waste time sitting in overwhelm or wondering what I was going to be working on. I started implementing the practices inside of the new 90-day brand Mary Planner back in 2016 
when I was juggling all the things similar to probably what you're doing right now as you work to grow your business. I spent a few years tweaking it until finally at the beginning of 2020, I felt like I had mastered the 90-day plan. That also just so happens to be the same year that I doubled my revenue, and I don't think that it was by chance. I really think it came down to having a really clear roadmap and intention on what I was going to be working on and what would yield the biggest results in my business. So we have created this beautiful planner for you. It is an 8 by 5 by 11 to serve as your key signature planner specifically for your business. It's not necessarily a place to jot down every single thing that you are doing in your life. We can save that all for our automated Google calendars, please. Those are on our phone. This is really for you to be intentional with the plans of your business. Now, of course, inside of the planner, there are tons of strategies because if you know me, you know, and it's so important in how you show up in your life how to plan. We talk about your business in general, how you plan your business around really important events in your life, and making sure that you're checking in with yourself on a regular basis. This planner covers all of the areas that I talk about when it comes to building a sustainable business. So if you feel like you set these really big intentions for the year, but then you don't have a clear roadmap and action plan for actually executing those pieces, this planner is for you. If you feel like you can really get overwhelmed with all the different things that you could be doing in your business and don't actually take the time to map it all out and break it all down into bite-sized pieces, then this planner is definitely for you. If you feel like you are always running your business on full throttle, not taking time to actually check in with yourself or see how your business is feeling and make those adjustments regularly, then you guessed it. This planner is for you. This planner was really designed to help you build your sustainable business while making sure that your business doesn't take away from the beautiful life of freedom that you desire. You can head to brandmary.com slash planner to grab your planner today. Again, it's brandmary, B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y.com slash planner. You can also sign up for some additional resources that you get once you purchase the planner to help you improve your time management and productivity. I can't wait for you to get your hands on this and see how it supports you in building your sustainable business and life of freedom. The third tip is a next level to this. And it's like the only way that you are really going to not be completely drained with your marketing is to bulk create. Now, I know you've heard me talk about this before, but I really need to stress the importance of bulk creation. There is something that happens when we are focused in on one task. And we're going to talk a little bit about multitasking in a minute. But when we can focus in on one task and repeat that task for, let's say, uh, you know, an hour, maybe it's even three hours, anything like that, you know, you are going to find that you're actually completing more in that set amount of time than if you're ping-ponging back and forth. Give you an example, and I'm sure this hits home for a lot of you. You decide you're going to write a blog post. So 
you sit down, you think about what topics you're going to write for your blog post. Then you sit down to write your blog post. You probably experience a little bit of writer's block. You're sitting there staring at your computer. You finally get a groove going. Then you're like, okay, you're kind of editing and writing all at the same time. Suddenly this blog post has taken like, you know, freaking two hours. Now you're like, okay, now I got to create my graphics and I got to research my SEO. Now our blog post is at like a four hour, you know, point. Now we got to put it on our blog. Suddenly that one blog post is taking five freaking hours of your time because you weren't laser focused in on each of those steps of your workflow in different chunks. So what I do here at Brand Mary is I bulk create based on my workflow. So my workflow has multiple parts depending on what platform I'm showing up on. But let's say we'll use blogging as an example. Step one is to generate content ideas. So I'm not just creating one content idea a week. I'm mapping out 90 days of content at one time. And this is something I teach inside of the content planning blueprint that we provide here at Brand Mary. So I'm coming up with 90 days of content at one time, then bam, done moving on with my life. Okay. I might circle back on my bulk creation day. And now I am going to start writing three weeks worth. So for three hours, I'm going to sit down and try and write three blog posts. I'm not editing. I'm not fine tuning it. I'm just writing. I'm getting the the template in place, I'm getting the structure there, that's it. Then I might circle back and I might edit all those podcasts together, have another chunk of time where I create all my graphics for the month, and then ultimately schedule everything at once. So I'm breaking it up by task and I'm doing as much as I can in that allotted time as possible. Right now, I'm recording multiple podcast episodes. Now I'm doing two a day, but I've been doing it for three days. We've got more than a month's worth of content ready to rock and roll. It's only taking me about an hour and a half to record this content and then it's ready to go. And then we move into editing and I can move into writing show notes and different things like that. So look for these opportunities for bulk creation. The biggest thing that you really need to keep in mind when it comes to bulk creation is that it does involve planning. So whether every week you can, you know, schedule a chunk of time that's focused on bulk content creation. Or if you like to do a whole month at a time, just kind of what I like to do, maybe it's a few days, the first week of the month or something like that. You know, you'll find your rhythm. It's not going to be perfect at first. I used to be every single week. Now I just like to do like the whole month and then I know my content is ready to go, but it's going to save you so much time. Trust me, I have tested this theory. I have tested it. It might feel like, oh my gosh, for three days, all I'm doing is creating content for an entire month. But then the rest of the month, I'm not doing anything as it relates to my content creation strategy. It's done. It's scheduled. Now I can work on other projects. So another thing that I really love to do is um, assess my time. Because if you don't believe me yet, start assessing your time. For the next week, write down the different tasks that you're doing and how long it's taking you and the jumping back and forth and you know the brain fog and all that stuff. And then try the book creating and let me know how much time you actually save. Now I'm going to have an episode that's coming out at the end of June and we're going to talk a little bit more about actually syncing your content creation with your cycle. And we're going to be talking about that, especially as it relates uh, to entrepreneurs who experience, you know, a menstrual cycle. And this is 
a game changer. So make sure that you are subscribed so you can listen into that episode because it makes a huge difference when it comes to bulk creating and knowing kind of which week of your cycle you're actually going to be the most successful. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about multitasking. Let's continue this. We're going to go into tip four. I've got two more tips for you. So tip four is about taking breaks and making sure that you're not multitasking. So we're piggybacking a little bit off of the bulk content creation or just bulk, you know, scheduling in general. I do the same thing with my client calls. So I put all of my client calls on a biweekly schedule, typically on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's all I'm focused on on that day. And it's just so nice again, because if I, every Tuesday I had to juggle content creation, a client call and, you know, another call and something else, it would just be too much. So Think about how you can just do this overall with your scheduling, it's so helpful. But on a day-to-day basis, it's also really important that you are supporting yourself via your time management. And if you're anything like me, I'm raising my hand, like, I always tell myself that I can sit down and just like work really hard for like a few hours, but then I get so burnt out. And I notice by a certain period of time, I also start to get less productive. Like I just can't think clearly. I'm struggling to focus. And then everything's just taking longer than it ultimately needs to. And so One of the things that I've really started to embrace are taking these breaks throughout the day and scheduling, you know, my time throughout the day in a more strategic way. So there's two methods that I like that I wanted to share with you. And of course, you can use this as a launching off point. Find a method that works best for you. But the first one is the Pomodoro method. So if you're not, I've got my notes here too. If you're not familiar with the Pomodoro method, it's essentially a 25 minute work session followed by a five minute break. So you schedule 25 minutes, then you take a five minute break and you repeat that three times and then you take a 30 minute break. Okay. So I like this method when I have smaller tasks, maybe I'm just checking in on emails or I've got to do some scheduling stuff. This is really helpful when I know like, I probably need like 25, 30 minutes to complete this task. Then I'll take a break. I'll come back. I'll jump to the next one, take a break next one, and then a longer break. When I'm bulk creating, and you might've noticed this when I said it's about an hour, hour and a half to create these podcasts. When I'm bulk creating, I do the 90 minute method. And the 90 minute method works really well for me. I find that this is kind of my default method. And so essentially I work 90 minutes on one project, and then I take a 20 to 30 minute break. And then I get back in for a 90 minute session, and then I take a 20 to 30 minute break. It's so helpful and there's so much science behind taking breaks and how breaks actually fuel our creativity. And I'm not talking like a break where I'm still working in my business. I'll go outside, I'll go eat lunch with my family, I'll sit and chill, I might read, I might journal, I might just go for a walk or work out, whatever that looks like. So. I highly recommend that you start to think about your day-to-day schedule and how often are you actually taking these breaks, which are fueling your ability to get more done. It's not about working yourself into the ground. It's about you know nurturing yourself and nourishing yourself and your schedule so that you ultimately save more time and you have time to do the things that you really truly enjoy. Not that you can't enjoy marketing. I love marketing, but look, we all hit our ceiling. 
And the last tip that I have for you is focusing on the ROI with your marketing. This is hands down a huge time management hack that not a lot of people are talking about. It's one thing to pump out a bunch of content. It's one thing to repurpose and be everywhere, but you really want to start looking at the ROI of your efforts. And this is something that might take a little while. And I will say that the foundation of really understanding your ROI comes from consistency. If you are not consistently showing up, you're not going to have the data that you need to ultimately make this decision. But when you do have that data and you can look at the analytics, you can start to see which platforms, which methods of your marketing are ultimately driving the best results for your business. Now, I talk a little bit more about this in episode 57, where I talk about choosing a focus as an entrepreneur. You can definitely tune in to that episode where I share more of my experience. But A great example is around last year, I was making YouTube videos again on a different topic and I also had my podcast. And what we started to realize is that a lot of the clients who were buying my programs, signing on -on one-on-one with me, joining us inside of Brand Mary Academy or You Branded, they had been tuning into my podcast and they would tell me that they loved this episode or they listened to my podcast and then decided to work with me. And so it became super clear that the podcast was producing an incredible ROI. And the podcast actually took me less time and energy to create than the YouTube videos. So I started to restructure my schedule and it's been absolutely amazing. Now, obviously we've added this podcasting feature with YouTube, which I'm so excited about. So I'm back on the platform, but again, I'm not creating another piece of content. I'm just layering my content strategy. So start to look at the ROI of your time and your energy. If you are showing up on Instagram, that's amazing. But are you getting the traffic to your website that you desire? Are you getting the leads? Are you getting the sales? Are you building those relationships? If you are on Pinterest, what does that look like? What's the website traffic look like? And the leads from there. Now there's all kinds of different back-end things that you can do, but the simplest strategy is when someone purchases from you, just ask them how they found out about you. Hands down, easiest strategy there is. And they'll typically say, found you on Google, or found you on Pinterest, or follow you on Instagram, and then you can start to gather that data. Pay attention, people will often tell you as well. And then if you wanna get really into it, you could obviously have separate lead uh, generation forms, like through ConvertKit, we have a form that says like, okay, this person came from Pinterest and we tag them in our system. Or this person discovered this via Facebook. And you can also look at your analytics and things like that. But again, we like to keep it super simple here at Brand Mary. So the main things that you're looking for are what's driving the most traffic to your business. And primarily we like to measure this with your website site, where are your leads coming from, which platform is bringing in the most people who are subscribing to your email list or inquiring about your services, and then your sales. People who are purchasing from you, how are they consuming your content? And that can be a huge indicator on where you should be spending your time and your energy. All right, that's it. We got five time management marketing tips today. Again, we've got additional resources over on the Brand Mary blog and past podcast episodes on repurposing. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm gonna be back next week with another episode. We're gonna talk a little bit about live video, which I'm super excited to talk about. Um, We're... mm -mm. I'm going to be back next week. We're going to be talking about video, different types of video and how you can use video in your marketing because I truly believe video marketing is one of the best ways to grow your brand. So uh, I hope to have you tune in next week, whether you're watching on YouTube or you're listening in to the audio version of the podcast. Definitely come connect with me over on Instagram at Michelle Knight Co. And let me know what you thought about today's episode. All right. Talk to you soon. 
Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Brand Mary podcast. And congrats on taking this time for your future self. If you want to continue to gather information and inspiration, plus check out the links from today's episode, be sure to visit brandmarypodcast.com. That's B R A N D M E R R Y podcast.com. Tons of free resources and links from today's episode are available for you there. And in addition, I have free resources, blogs, and free gifts over at brandmary.com. You can connect with all of my amazing tools to help you build the life of your dreams. I'll be back next week with another episode, and I'll talk to you then reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave a review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Not only are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people, you're getting a free beverage and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in next week's episode.